Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best old and new horror films and then talk about them. That's not the intro, is it? It's kind of the intro. It's kind of, okay. The best and worst horror films. Watch all the horror films. Uh, My name is Luke Condor with Kate, and joined by my regular co host, Mr. Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Benjamin Errington. It's not Benjamin, is it? Is it Benjamin? It's not Benjamin, no. It is just Ben. There's no Benjamin about it. That's interesting. No ifs, ands, or Benjamins. What did your parents have against Benjamin? The name. They thought it was. They thought it was a shit. I don't know. I have no idea. Actually, Old maybe they're just lazy. Maybe they're just like, <laughs> uh, we'll call him Ben. Oh, shoot. oh we've got to write Benjamin down on the birth certificate now and all nah, this shit. That's too many letters. Just free. Um, yeah, man. So how's it going? You all right? I'm all right. How are you? Yes, yeah, it's, it's we're doing these in the afternoon with the lights still outside. Yeah, I know exactly. Oh, but the, the nights are drawing in. So now when we're going to be doing these podcasts most of the time it is going to be dark it's black yeah so i borrowed a borrowed cat's headphones today because mine are on the blink and these these headphones have got a particularly uh egg-shaped sort of thing uh, <laughs> and oh, i was yeah. like i was like my head's not that egg-shaped is it and then i took it off and i like drew a line around right. it and i was like no it is it's quite egg-shaped. you drew a lot li- you drew a line around your head you led your head <laughs> down on some paper and <laughs> just went with a sharpie i needed to know what it looked like and then it was a perfect egg like an egg timer <laughs> like an egg timer. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, they look comfy though. Oh yeah, super comfy. I need to get some. Uh yeah, dude, uh, today we're going to be talking about the new Netflix horror film, but have you done any other guffs this week that you'd like uh, to share with us? Sure, well. Well, um I've watched a few things. Obviously, we're we're well into October now. We're the 14th of October. October's flying by. Yeah. Uh, so I've watched a few bits and bobs. I did a double a little double feature with Creep and Creep 2. Oh yeah, what did you think uh, about them? Both available on Netflix, aren't they? The sort of fine footage um, killer, sort of quirky. It's like uh, Mumblecore. Mumblecore, yeah. Mark Duplass, uh, the leader. I've not seen him much else. I think I've seen him yeah. in uh, The One I Love. I think that's the only other thing I've seen. The, uh, there's a great film, Safety Safety Not Guaranteed. Okay, that, I've not seen in. that. Uh, really, really good, yeah. That's sweet. Uh, yeah, so I I kind of enjoyed it. But yeah. there, I, I, I kind of still felt a little bit. I wasn't entirely into it. I much preferred the second one. I think the second one had a lot, a much more engaging story, uh, more engaging characters, and kind of like knowing what we already knew about the character from the first film. 
Mm. I think it kind of just made that film a lot more enjoyable. Where I think in the first in the first film, it was kind of like it was it was the introduction to this character and sort of building him up in a certain way and revealing him slowly, slowly, slowly. I just don't know. I just didn't really find it as interesting as the second film. And uh, also, Mark Duplass's co-star, the guy who's like behind the camera, who yeah. also who also directed this and yeah. and the second and Creep Two. I don't know. I just found him not as an so actor. Great. You mean uh, as an actor? Yeah, yeah I just found yeah. him not so great. There were some things that came out of his mouth where I was like, "Well, would he say that?" Yeah, you know? he's not actually an actor, is it? That, that's a weird no. one because um, when I was watching, I think I was listening to an interview with Jason Bloom, and he was saying how. They didn't make it to be a horror film at first. It was just a, a weird little thing they made. And they didn't have like the horror movie ending. Didn't have a lot of the sort no. of extra found footage horror movie bits to it. And then Jason Blum said, "It's a horror movie. If you make it more like that, then we'll put it out mm. through Blumhouse." Um, I mean, which... yeah, it is a horror movie, and there's mm. a lot of there's a lot of cliches in it, but a lot of very nice in like um unique moments as well um a particular moment at the end of the first one which i thought was really oh, yeah, yeah. Ex- executed really well um and but yeah the sec- i think the second one was good just because of the co-star like uh the the woman who was making the sort of web series about meeting random people uh, lo- yeah. random lonely people on the internet i thought that was a much more engaging thing and the fact that i think she there was a lot more to her as a character yeah, in terms of her motivations and where she wanted to go, I mean, they get kind of a bit ridiculous towards the end, but I thought it yeah. was. Well, that was, was weird because they uh, they could have followed the same formula of like not having him reveal that he's a killer right until mm. the end. But um, in this one, he's like, I think it's like the first ten minutes. It says, "Yeah, I kill people," and yeah. then and then she decides to stay. Yeah, it's an interesting, interesting way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. I found I think it was I think it was a lot more engaging um, this way because I was a bit like, oh, it felt a bit unique, you know, for a killer to just be like, oh, by the way, I'm a killer. I'm kind of losing. It feels like work now. It feels like a chore. So now I'm just going to kind of like tell you everything about my life. Yeah. Whereas the first one, him as a character. I mean, that's good to see that that Mark Duplass has got, the character's grown from the first film to the second film. Yeah, yeah. But um, but Peach, yeah, Peach term- does. Peach fuzz, yeah. In terms of like logic and stuff in the first film, I found it a bit, you know, dis- mm. I found I, I know you've got to suspend your disbelief for films like this, but I found it just a bit naff. But the second one, good. Enjoy yeah. it. Um, so I've been reading The Haunting of Hill House, um, yeah. and then the TV show, the Netflix TV show, just dropped the same day as Apostle. And yeah. um, I was just going to watch the first episode because I thought, I don't want to. Like spoil the book or vice versa, um, but then I realised it's it's, it's kind of different because this one Netflix adaptation takes place present yeah. day. The book's from nineteen fifty nine. It's a completely different sort of take on it. And I am not a TV person anymore. I wouldn't say but I just don't find that draw to watch mm. them. But I went went full binge last night. I think I watched five episodes. Oh, couldn't, couldn't couldn't stop it. It was like just really well done. I don't know. It, like, it has like the sort of classic. I guess you'd say Blumhouse style scares and every now and again, but the yeah. characters like Mike, it's written directed by Mike Flanagan who did Gerald's game and, um, I don't know, some of the films at some point, <laughs> he did some good ones. Um, but he, yeah. oh he's, wait, didn't, didn't he also do, uh, buh, 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 uh, didn't he do Hush? Hush. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what one of the Ouija films? The possibly the prequel Ouija one. Yeah, that, that's quite good. Um, but he's I've heard him on interviews constantly talk about his love of Stephen King. Um, hmm. And then this 
he's obviously taken a note from Stephen King. Like it's got the format of it, so it's present day mixing with the past. Like some hor- some horrific things happened in the past, and then the present day these, these family members are all dispersed across America, and they're all coming back together to go back to the house. Um, and it's got the whole power of seven thing in it. It's got yeah. um, someone's got an ability that's very much like The Shining in it. Um, but it works really well. Like you really do care about the characters, and I'm really curious to see what the hell actually happened in the house. So is this is this the same story as the the movie The Haunting, like the original one and the 1999? I've not seen either of those. Um, is the original one Vincent Price? Vince, uh, possibly. Am I thinking Vincent, of? I might be thinking uh, of House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there was an there was one in the sixties, and the nineteen ninety nine one was with like Catherine Zeta Jones and Liam Neeson. I'm pretty sure Owen Wilson was in it as well. I don't. Yeah, but I don't know. That was a bit CGI. It was a bit over the top. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't so great. Uh, but I think it's the same sort of thing. But yeah, it's strange you say that he's taking a, a note from uh, Stephen King. King because yeah. he is he's filming Doctor Sleep at the moment, isn't he? The uh, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Well, he loves Stephen King, so he. Um, I've heard honestly him talking about how he's the kind of guy who will pick the hardbacks on launch day and will read them in a, in a day. So I think has been doing it for years. Yeah, um, that's but, cool. but yeah, it's definitely definitely worth it. It's um, I'm going to try and finish it pretty soon. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man. But uh, and yeah, apart from that, phew, apart from that, I've I've had a few cinema trips. I've seen Venom. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen Venom? No, uh, no. We were thinking about uh, it, but then we decided not to. The biggest, the biggest opening in October, um, for a, a film ever. Really? Uh, apparently, it's been doing really well. Like critically, it's kind of bombed, but audience, audience scores, audiences are loving it. Um, mm. but yeah, I guess you could kind of say like it's got some like, horror elements in it. Like, bo- well, that's what they said. It feels like it's going to be body horror. Uh, it, it, oh man, it could, it could have been. I mean, the potential for this film to have been good. We're yeah. off the charts, but I really, really didn't like it, and I've got so many problems with it. None of which I'll go into now. Yeah. But you know, when people are saying, "Oh, yeah, it's fine, it's fun," it's like if you completely shut down and focus on some bits, you could might maybe have a little bit of fun. Mm. But honestly, there no, was you just, didn't have any fun. It was just, <laughs> a, it was just like well, no matter what people say, I just go, "All right," and if you had fun, just try and explain to me what the hell the plot was, what anyone's motivations were. Uh, what the villain wanted to do? Mm. Why Ven- What annoys me about this is that the poster for Venom is the world has enough superheroes. That's what the poster says. Yeah, Venom in this film is a superhero. There's yeah. no, there's nothing he does or says. Does he eat people's heads in the trailer? It looks like he's going to eat someone's head. But he's kind of stopped from doing that so many times. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he might eat someone's head, but this person's head who he eats is a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? So, like, there yeah. are superheroes out there who kill all the time. Not yeah. all superheroes have a no-kill rule. So Venom is a superhero. I know he's supposed to be, like, the anti-hero. Maybe it sounds like more superhero than, like, someone like the Punisher who kills yeah. people. Exactly. It, I mean, it, it felt like a film made about Venom with someone who knows nothing about Venom. Someone who has literally gone, they've read, they've read like a, a paragraph about what Venom is and what he represents. Oh, right, okay, I'll go make a film about it. It just feels like there's nothing in it which yeah. makes you think, oh, God, this is Venom. And action-wise, CGI was dodgy. Um, there were things happening. I was like, I don't know what's happening there. Mm. Um, CGI reminded me of like a, a mid to, like a mid to late 2000s. Advert. 
<laughs> advert or like or like it, there were so many of these so much of this film reminded me of Ghost Rider yeah, that's not good. I don't think I've even watched Ghost Rider all the way through. I don't think I could stomach it. There's two Ghost Riders, and Ghost Rider, do you know what I mean? It just mm. it just reminded me of that. And Tom Hardy is like a great actor. He's like a thespian. But uh, <laughs> even even in this, there were times I was thinking, I don't even know who you are, mate. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you Tom Hardy? What's going on? It's funny, because someone uh, saw... What was the... Oh, yeah, Upgrade. So when, I, when Upgrade came out, people were saying, oh, it's like a poor man's Tom Hardy. But now yeah. I've seen reviews say Tom Hardy's playing a poor man's Logan Marshall Logan. Green. Exactly. Because Logan I mean, Marshall up- did that better. Upgrade. I mean, some of the sort of body control things in Upgrade were fantastic and like really unique and odd. Yeah. And the science fiction, like, I don't know, it just felt like a much more well-rounded film, even yeah. though, even though, again, the plot was kind of, the plot in Upgrade is probably lacking a little bit, but mm. I think it makes up for it in so many other ways. Yeah. Whereas Venom, Venom has like the most bare bones plot and it just can't yeah. make up for it with trying to manage all of these characters and expectations and just yeah. there's some things that happen in this film I'm just like my god this is awful yeah so Upgrade was made I think for like a relatively low kind of minuscule budget and it looks really well done like all the sci-fi stuff looks really great but it sounds like they've taken quite a big budget for Venom you know they've made yeah. the money back and made it look I don't know well this is the thing the fact this made so much money like mm. I mean we're, I, and I heard that Tom Hardy was possibly signing on for a, a, a trilogy but it's just another example of this character shouldn't exist without Spider-Man. Like, like loads of major villains shouldn't exist without Batman. Hence, like with Gotham, that's kind of where my problem starts with it. It's almost like I can't get on board with something that, like, his origin stories. T- there's so much has been stripped back out of it. it yeah, just feel, it just feels like a shit version of what could have been something great. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll wait for it to go on Netflix or something, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. yeah. Anything else? Any of us? Uh, nothing. Nothing uh, of a major. Nothing. I, I would, I'll just I'll briefly touch on. I saw A Star is Born with uh, Yeah, Bradley I saw Cooper your Raven review. And, and uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, it was lovely. It was amazing, man. Is I really it, enjoyed is, it. Is it really like, yeah, it doesn't strike me as okay. again. I wouldn't. It wouldn't have necessarily been a film that I would have sought out. I don't think. But then I started reading the reviews, and a lot of people were feeding back on it. I thought I'll just go in there without any expectations, and it's like it's great. It looks on the mm. surface. I think it looks like incredibly a, a romantic film, but I think it just does so well at sort of telling these stories of like addiction, um, like live live music and the spotlight mm. of fame and all these things. It kind of balances everything really well, and you kind of is it a musical? Like, is it no? It's not a musical. It's it's a, it's like a, it's a it's a drama, but with a musical backdrop. Yeah. Whereas whenever, so someone, whenever like, you mention it, I always think of the song from Hercules. The one, a yeah, star is star born. Is, Did he sing yeah, that exactly. song in it? They don't. Which is disappoint, disappointing, really. Isn't it? Star is born. It's great. It's an absolute banger that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I personally love a musical or two. I think La La Land is one of the best films in like recent years. So I uh, yeah yeah I'll check it out, man. I'll give it a yeah. give it a gander. Give it a give it your attention. Yeah, but anyway, so today we're talking about the new Netflix horror movie that kind of came out of nowhere. I think it was in festivals somewhere in the US, like the big ones, big ones. Yep. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know where this one came from. It just sort of pops up. Uh, it's yeah. called Apostle. Uh, have you got the info on it? Yeah, so uh, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Apostle no doubt, no doubt. Is a, <laughs> Apostle is a 2018 British-American period horror film written and directed by Gareth Evans and starring Dan Stevens, uh, Michael Sheen, and other people. So, um, yeah. so, in 1905, a drifter on a dangerous mission to rescue his kidnapped sister tangles with a sinister religious cult on an isolated island. Written and directed by Gareth Evans, who did the Raid movies. I don't really know too much about Gareth Evans. I I remember getting him confused a lot with Gareth, who did... Gareth, Gareth. Yeah. Southgate. Yeah, I what, Gareth, Gareth, who uh, did um, Godzilla and, and Rogue Monsters. One. Yeah. And Rogue One, yeah. Gareth Gates. Edwards. Gareth, Gareth <laughs> Edwards. Yeah. It's Gareth Edwards, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. So we've got, yeah. we've got a Gareth Edwards and a Gareth Evans. I mean, yeah. come on. They're both British as well, yeah? Y- yeah. So this one's Welsh. But the, this this Gareth got me really confused because he made the Raid movies, which were made in South Korea, um, yeah. in, like, in the South Korean language and so. stuff. Um, I don't really know. This, I'd like to know the story behind that kind of stuff. Yeah. How did he get over there and start making those movies? But um, yeah, I want to see a film based on that story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not today. Could we talking about? Is uh, um, I guess it's off like a Welsh island or something. I don't. Know, I don't know if we'd find out where this island is. I think, exactly. I think it's a remote Welsh island. Yeah. So I'm guessing yeah. off the coast of Wales. I didn't even really know there are many islands off the coast of Wales. Maybe it's not in real life. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but it's got seventy-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. So it's it's kind of doing well, but middling. Um, but I think they've been a little bit too harsh. I think it's actually a pretty damn good film. I think, I think yeah. Dan Stevens, if you watch this and The Guest, I think you'll be yeah. like, wow, Dan Stevens like, is a superstar. It should be like, yeah. should be in like so much more than he is. See, I never hugely rated him because I wasn't... Um, so I watched a bit of Legion and I thought... I didn't oh, watch much yes, of it, so maybe not, yeah. maybe I should have yeah. maybe I should have watched more. Um, and then I didn't really like him in mm, something else. I know what's he been? What else has he been in? So he's been in the guest, uh, Beauty and the Beast. I want to say, oh, he's been. I want to say um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, but I need to look that yeah, up. Yeah, but. so I think so I think I saw him in the guest, and I liked the guest as a film, but I don't think I particularly liked Dan Stevens in that film. Um, yeah. And a few other things that I saw him in, I was a bit like, "Who is this guy?" Like, who almost... is this clown? But then, but then I think, "Who is this clown, man? What yeah. kind of games he playing?" But since then, obviously now with this, um, I'm a bit like, "Well, maybe I do rate him a little bit." He's in Beauty and the Beast, is not he? I've not seen that. I, I, I refuse to watch it because the original is. Uh, I know we're talking a lot about Aladdin, and I mean, uh, Disney films at the minute, but uh, you yeah. know, there's a special place in my heart. The... Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> he's good in this. I mean, the only thing, the only like uh, downside I have of this film was like it's like it's two hours and five minutes. I think there's about twenty minutes near the end of the second act where I was like that that could have been gone. Like get rid of that stuff. But um, yeah, it just seemed to slow down. And I think where they're trying, I think they're trying to build up tension towards a pretty gruesome scene. But I just found it it slowed things down a bit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. You got any yeah. other initial thoughts yeah. on the uh, on the film? Um, yeah, so I didn't really know what too much to expect. I think this was so I didn't watch the trailer for this. Um, I'd sort of heard it mentioned a few times in various on various um, websites and stuff, and I sort of read a little bit about it. And I wasn't sure when it was coming out. And then I got an email from Netflix. And usually, when you get an email from Netflix, yo, you're like, "Yo, <laughs> Ben, why don't you watch this?" And it's like something you go, oh, "I would never watch that Netflix." Don't you know me at all? Jesus! Yeah. But it was like, "Oh, why don't you watch Apostle?" And then I read it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is out. Oh, it's out now. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. 
So I went into it kind of with a complete open mind. And as I said, it starts off starts off pretty slowly, but at the same time, it's not one of those films where... So in films like The Wicker Man, it's kind of like, oh, there's a mysterious, potentially religious cult mm. on an island. but And it kind of slowly reveals that. But with this, it's kind of very obvious from the start, isn't it? What's, there's something... Something, some, summit's going down. Something supernatural. Yeah, like they normally have the, is it well, or e- isn't it sort of e- thing going on. Not even necessarily supernatural. Mm. I didn't necessarily think that immediately, um, obviously until things get revealed. But yeah, I was, yeah. I just, I like the vibe of this. It kind of reminded me of um, Resident Evil 4. The game. Uh, the game. Yeah, yeah, not, the, yeah. F- not the film. The game. It just reminded me of the game yeah. where it was a bit like somebody from the outside goes into this, sort of area yeah. where things where p- people seem a bit weird and stuff and then when shit hits the fan shit does hit the fan you know i was getting some survival horror game uh vibes from there's a character in this who hangs around in like a shed you know what i mean yeah oh about. yeah yeah 100 i was like he's uh is he from like silent hill or something like, like he yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. A, that sort of character exactly yeah, yeah. But, um yeah so dan stevens plays a dude called thomas richardson he's um a man who's lost his faith. We find out a little bit later on uh, that some bad things happened to him. Um, and he, his sister has been held ransom at this court and his, he's got a bad relationship with his dad or something. I don't know if, don't know if we ever find out too much about that. But he's yeah. on a, a man on a mission. He's going to get his sister away from this court. That's all we know. Michael Sheen yeah. plays the court leader who is sort of a good guy, but um, maybe in over his head. And his yep. um, leadership is questioned pretty quickly on. Mark Lewis-Jones, I don't know this guy. I don't know if I recognise him. from. Yeah, there's a some... few people I kind of recognise as sort of minor actors and things. Um, British actors as well. But obviously I didn't... Apart from Dan Stevens and Michael Sheen, there aren't really any big stars in this at all, are there? Yeah. I think the only, the only big guy to mention is this Mark Lewis-Jones because he is a big guy. And uh, he plays a guy called Quint who's sort of challenging for that. I think he's the... The guy who doesn't mind getting his hands dirty, like killing stuff yeah. and yeah, uh, childbearing, <laughs> not childbearing, putting children out of uh, uh putting lamb, <laughs> lamb children out of lambs. yeah. yeah. He's, he's good at pulling lamb children out. That's his <laughs> that's his best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we the film opens. We get some lovely views of this island. Um, it's very picturesque. Looks like a holiday. Uh, advert for Scotland or something. Um, yeah, come to Scotland, join exactly. a religious cult, <laughs> possibly get tortured. Yeah, uh, Dan Stevens, um, he's a bit right, like wily, like he swaps his ticket or something on on the way into the island. It's all very, yeah. very gritty. Very, yeah, so very he doesn't period. want to obviously be identified by anybody. He's received a letter from his sister, and he sort mm. of saying that she's been kidnapped by this religious cult. Uh, they want a ransom for her to come back, but there's some rules. He's got to like come to the island alone with money, with bags with, of cash. with a with a dollar to pick her up. But obviously, we can tell from the start uh, that Thomas Richardson, he's got no intention of going there and just paying the ransom and leaving. He kind of wants to pretty much get to the bottom. Well, get I say get to the bottom of it, but he wants to just him, doesn't he? Yeah. So he, I don't understand why if they've got the money, why don't they just Pay it if they want. There's one bit later on where, like, it looks like they're it's going a principal, to... mate, isn't it? Okay, is that maybe maybe some it, and then it just... maybe it's like a thematic thing because he's like so 
because of the stuff that happened to him as a priest. Yep. Maybe he's like, I, I don't want to fund. I'm secular now. I'm a, I'm an atheist and proud of it. Yeah. But also, like, if you pay someone who's kidnapped, someone go right here's the ransom then, and then you take her home, and they go, oh bloody hell, we kidnapped her again. You guys paid a ransom again. Sorry. When does it end? Yeah, but you get you, you, <laughs> you get better at keeping you your sister you locked up. You get a receipt. <laughs> yeah, you get you a get receipt. receipt. Yeah. But <laughs> I already paid for it. You get a warranty. I think is the is the way it works. Um, but yeah, so he sneaks in. He, uh, he swaps his ticket, so they don't know it's him. When he gets on the island, it's like a little shanty town sort of thing. I feel is there one main building over the? Because there seems to be like, a, like, a, like an apartment building or something. Yeah, yeah. There's like an apartment building where everyone sort of sleeps in one room, sort of thing. And that is that what it's in? It's like a, it's like a dormitory. I struggle to get a geography because there's like other houses and stuff, but then there's like one big one where everyone, yeah, it's like it's like a. I reckon there's a few houses. I think where people who are in the cult, but they're kind of higher up in the hierarchy. Mm. I reckon they they've got a lovely house themselves. I reckon all the ship munchers who are like uh, <laughs> Dan, Dan Stevens when he first arrives, <laughs> they all got to stay. They all got to stay in the. Uh, Dormitory, yeah, halfway house, yeah. Uh, so early on, we get um, we get the idea that two of the younger ones are having it off. Um. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first plot. The first plot point that Luke wants to cover. <laughs> There's two of the younger ones in it, and they are having it off. I mean, I don't know if you noticed. I did notice. Yeah, Just bear that in mind. They're, they're having it off. Um, so basically, like the cult is is headed by like three brothers, isn't it? Are they brothers? And I, I didn't pick up on it. Maybe they're not actually brothers, but they definitely refer to themselves as brothers. Okay. So yeah. in a metaphorical sense, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. So Prophet Malcolm Ho, How, How, who is Michael Sheen, yeah. um, and his and his dudes, Frank and Quinn. So they were all like shipwrecked on the island Yeah. Um, when they arrived. And the island's like cut off from society. They don't pay taxes to, they say the king. So I'm assuming when the last time UK, uh, England had a king. So is it like the early... 1905, so... Oh, right, okay, okay. Yeah. So apparently the island, historically, the island's like no one no one lives there because yeah. the soil is tainted for whatever reason. But for some reason, the crop, like there are crops growing and um, Prophet Mike, Malcolm Ho, how, what can I say that name? How, he does kind of like explain to the followers at some point that when he got there, they like spoke to the goddess who... Were, so, but when he says goddess, obviously you do think he's kind of just a religious... Nutbag. But then you do see the woman walking beside the church, and then there's like a close-up of like some grass that's like that's flourishing or something, or dying. It's one or the other. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he's talking about how there's no taxes and you're all free because you're not taxed or something. I don't know. It's like a mini America or something. (laughs) Yeah. You're not taxed, guys. All right. There's no tax. Pay the tax to me. Apart from the blood. Um, which we get. Into. I think that's is that later. On? They go to the pub. They're all drinking, and that's when the two younguns go down to the beach for a little hours. Your father, he's all right, yeah. thanks. And then they, uh... you're obsessed with that moment. <laughs> you are obsessed with it. Well, come on then. I don't know if we find out. Yeah. They're the children of two of the brothers, Quinn and Frank. Um, yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't think so, that they want that happening. No, they don't want it happening. They're fuming, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. So, Dan Stevens does a bit of sneaking around, looks yeah. at stuff, sees stuff happening, and he makes the notes in his little notebook. Yeah. And then he goes back to his flat, 
Well, he, he witnesses at one point like a man cutting his wife's arm, didn't he? Like, and yeah. draining the blood into a jar. And then she, for some reason, she like puts, aims her arm at the at her daughter. Oh, come and have a look at this. Yeah. Is she saying that we need, to, we need your blood as well? Like, yeah, she, she's like, oh, yeah. no, come on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit nasty to look at. Um, and uh, I don't like blood. I wouldn't be able to live on the island uh, for many reasons. But uh, <laughs> the blood is one of the big ones. So that's... Yeah. Outside all of these doors in this apartment, this corridor, they've all got little jars of blood. Um, mm. And then Dan just uh, like sneaks someone else's blood in the, into the thing. But then he cuts his thumb on the key. Yeah. I don't know why he'd make a sharp key. But um, And then it cuts to like a... There's like, I think there's a woman under the floorboards or something. Just yeah. licking his <laughs> blood. Yep. So this is what I was going to ask. So is that... There's like an underground passive in passage in this island. Is yeah. that underneath this house where all of them are putting the blood out? And is that like where she's getting the blood from? I think so. Yeah. So it seems that yeah, there's quite a series of underground passages which lead from sort of one place to the other. Um, so obviously, this blood is being collected um, by everybody as uh, something that's feeding this goddess, uh, which keeps crops growing keeps um livestock healthy i guess is that it it's good isn't it like um, cause they're saying that you don't have to pay any taxes but everyone's paying for their yeah good what would you rather blood. do yeah would you rather pay taxes or like just make a jar of bl- squeeze squeeze your hand into a jar of blood fill up a jar of blood i think, every month? What would you I think as long as the taxes came out of my wages before it went into my bank account i didn't have to deal with it you know what I mean? but yeah. if i if someone like had a way of getting the blood out before before I could know about it, that'd be all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you woke up the next day and you're a little bit, a little bit woozy. But then you, you have a biscuit, a biscuit and a cup of tea, and you're fine. But they are, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. You didn't know, but someone's someone's drank a whole load of your blood. Oh, I suppose I know what you mean. Have you, given, have you ever given blood? Yeah, given blood. Uh, they right. give you a biscuit. They do give you a biscuit afterwards, don't they? I can't, I can't do it. Uh, for some reason, it makes me feel really queasy. I've had like blood tests before, and I've nearly fainted mm. uh, after. They've taken oh. it out. Something about the idea. I think because I was a kid and I had like some operations. I remember seeing my blood going up the tube and out of my system, and it just really. Oh. Just, yeah. Yep. Just make sure I edit. Oh, that's the noise it makes. That it is the noise. The little toys as well. <laughs> yeah, as it goes up, up the, <laughs> as it goes up the tube. Ow. I know. I know what you mean. I kind of just look away and pretend it's not happening. Like that's what I do now. Yeah. If I think about it too much, if I think about it too much, I would probably be a bit. Ooh. Yeah. But the moment of the needle going in is probably the only bit that I find a bit ah. Uh, you know what I mean? But yeah. apart from that, apart from that, I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't know if I could. When you see that in films, when people like cut their hand or something, I feel like I would just be too delicate. I'd be like, yeah. oh, oh, bloody hell, <laughs> couldn't do it. Like when people like really squeeze a knife and just pull their hand all the way along it, I think. Aren't they like? Ow. You go, if you go that deep on your palm, doesn't that like sever uh, the thing, the arteries? Not the arteries, the um, tendons. Tendons for the fingers. I'm yeah, sure like, you go too deep there, then your fingers kind of. No, I just I'd cut. I'd cut like a fleshy part of my hand or something. I don't know. Maybe not even my hand. Maybe well, like yeah, my ass. Why? <laughs> why? Why your hand? You need your hand and stuff. And your vein. I, I just couldn't do that. How can I got enough ass cheek to like know that I'm not gonna cut anything? Yeah. You you don't, you don't see it like well no. unless you're looking in the mirror <laughs> unless you're trying to see it like you yeah. can get you can get by quite easily with never seeing your ass cheeks ever yeah. again. No one's going to look at you and go, oh, yeah, what have you been doing? 
well, I've just been self-harming, but on my ass yeah, cheek. I sat on the wrong toilet seat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I sat on the toilet seat made of nails. <laughs> yeah. Ah! yeah. Okay, so um, that's what happens now. So Dan Stevens, yeah, this, this weird creature thing, this w- woman licks at the blood from the floorboards, and then in this, on the second day, uh, what happens? Um, yeah, so Dan Stevens, he goes, he goes to... Uh, so basically, those two are having it off. Mm. He, Dan Stevens like sees them when they're on their way back from having it off, and there's a bit of a all right, mate. Yeah, oh, see you later. Well, no, all oh, of yeah. them no, they're not supposed to be out because there's like a curfew on the island. Yeah. So the next day, Thomas goes to this kid who's called Jeremy and starts questioning him, roughing him up a little bit. Shows him his sister's photograph to who Jeremy's like. Yeah, look I at this. Ah, oh, my eyes. <laughs> oh no, not her. But... Yeah. So he admits that like he saw her tied up on a boat. Like in a box, is that right? Yeah. And he sort of opened the box to have a look at her, have a good look at her. Um, and he's heard about the ransom plot, so he knows all the deets. Yeah. Um, but Jeremy says to Thomas, like, don't pay the ransom, you mug. Um, and Thomas basically says, you're you're basically my bitch now. Yeah. Um, you're going to basically do everything for me on this island. You're going to help me as much as I can. Otherwise Even reveal- stab people. Like, Even later stab- on he says, if anyone, he gives him a knife and says, um, if anyone comes at you, do him in don't think about it and i'm like yeah but why would he do that like he's on their their side really um well, i mean you can tell he you can tell he is on their side but at the same time he's not sure about anything really he just he loves he loves his his young lady mate, that's kind of that's, when they introduced kind of um a sort of bright-eyed bush-tailed young man with hopes and dreams i was like he's he's dying <laughs> at some point in this film he's gonna die potentially horribly <laughs> yeah when you look at that there's like when you have a puppy or something come in a horror film you tend to know that that, that that's not going to last there the very long and I knew it was going to be horrific when he dies like you can just tell like he's not going to last long um, that's what horror movies like to do like to crush your spirit exactly um, crush, crush your dead also while, while Dan Stevens is uh, looking around um, trying to get clues as to where his sister is and stuff they the guy he switched the tickets with gets um, murdered Gets his throat slit, and then they realise yeah. it's not actually him. They're like, okay, so we've got a, we've got a Dan Stevens somewhere on this island. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. Dan Stevens. And so I've not seen anything he's done, so I'm not too sure what he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, they're like, we've got an intruder on the island. Let's look out for him. And then I'm like, Dan Stevens has given everyone the stink eye. Like it's obviously <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like constantly just sort of looking around like a like he's an in- intruder. I was spying him, by the way. He's drawn like a map up of like everywhere. So he's like, hmm, yes, yeah, right. draw all the little things. He's got a newspaper with eye holes cut out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, exactly. He's got a series of paintings all around which he puts his eyes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, obvious, they screw, yeah, he stitched this dude up, really, because this dude was just trying, about to go his biz- trying to go about his business. And they've gone, we're looking for someone called Dan Stevens. <laughs> Have a look at this bit of paper I've got. It says Dan Stevens on it. Yeah, but that's not my... Yeah, yeah. It's so at this point, the Martin Sheen's character, the father, how he says, um, he's obviously not a bad guy. Like he said, I'm, I'm sorry, he came to town looking for freedom, and uh, oops. Well, and now people are dying, and yeah. now we're worshiping a goddess who needs needs blood to be fed to make sure everything else grows. Yeah. Well, you you get yourself into these situations, don't you? These kind of things happen. Yeah. There's a. So at some point, I think just after this as well, they they line up a few of these people who maybe didn't obey the curfew or something, all newcomers. Oh yeah. Um, 
and they're like read from the this particular Bible passage or I think it's a special Bible and they're all doing it by rote and then Dan Stevens obviously knows that when it comes <laughs> yeah, to me okay. I haven't done my fucking it's like when you end on your own work at school yeah like, oh god it's gonna be terrible I'll just make it up I would <laughs> Uh, correct. Next. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, you haven't read the 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 really old version when they says yeah. this. Just mumbling away. In West Philadelphia, born and raised <laughs> on the playgrounds where I spent most of yeah. my days. And then he got, and then the next person's got to do the next line. He goes, <laughs> "You call yourself a real?" Yeah. They, um. Just before it gets to Dan Stevens, it gets to another guy who this is when this happens at work at, at school. It doesn't happen at work at school. <laughs> someone else has not done the homework. You're like, yes, it's not just me. Yeah, like so he's obviously not deserving because he gets his knife out, says the yep. king and country, and they're like, I've been that's that's not right. And then uh, he uh, attacks him, but gets oh, so Dan Stevens saves Michael Sheen. He grabs the dude, and the dude like stabs, well, slices Dan Stevens right in the chest. Mm. Um, and then yeah so basically afterwards Markham's like uh, I owe you a great I owe you for saving my life I owe you 10 or 20 I owe you it's about 15 pounds yeah. we'll, oh, 15. we'll get you a pint yeah we'll get you a pint I don't pay for him because it's you know I'm the leader but you can have one yeah you can have one darling a uh, pint of blood is that right yeah okay <laughs> and then yeah. his, da- his daughter uh, stitches him up and by stitches him up I mean the good way physically stitches him up yeah. rather than actually stitching him up you know because yeah <laughs> yeah uh but uh he gets on with the, the daughter i think they the, uh see eye to eye like, yeah they see eye to eye i think they're both like there's a bloody mental cult happening here isn't there yeah there is it yeah. is mental isn't it? yeah it's pretty mental <laughs> they say all this without actually saying it out loud it's quite impressive yeah yeah like she's she's not a brainwashed one yeah obviously there are a few brainwashed ones uh but yeah later that night it all kicks off doesn't it so they bring out Dan Stevens' sister. Yeah, which is handy because I'll be like, oh, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and find her, but now they've brought her out for me, which but, is cool. So basically, Mark, Martin Sheen's like walking down the street with her on a some sort of wagon, and he's basically going, if the co-conspirator cool doesn't reveal himself, I like how he says, he says, you're, which is a very Welsh way of saying here, isn't uh, it? He said, you've come, you're. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. I was like, that's, that's great. And they're like, we're going to cut her hair. I'm gonna cut her hair all off because he it looks like he's gonna do something bad, and then Quinn just cuts a lock off. Yeah, and he which goes, is why, which is why you start to know that Quinn, like, he's not. What's his name? Quinn. Uh, Quinn's the bad guy. Quinn's the bad guy. Malcolm. And this is where you know that Malcolm ain't all that bad because mm. he's not like cutting people's heads off left, right, and center. He's just like cut a little bit of her hair off, but don't cut up, don't cut so much of it off that you ruin the way she looks. <laughs> yeah. She will be disappointed. She will, yeah, she won't be happy. I, I um, was telling Kat about it today. I don't like it when girls get haircuts because they're always disappointed with it. They're always sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> Are they? But, oh, well, from my experience. Another picture I gave of um, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Uh, this is why I was telling you it's better to be bold. Just be never disappointed. No yeah. one can use your hair as ransom. No. But, <laughs> what would they do to you if they if you were like, right, I'm going to... What would they do to cut a bit of your beard off? Wax your eyebrows. Just to <laughs> put a big, big old patch in your beard because that's annoying, isn't it? When you get a patch, oh, patchy beard, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they don't do anything to her really. They cut her hair. I think they're, I think they're just threatening that they're going to do something. But uh, at this point, does she? 
No, we don't get the... You get sort of like left in the street, chained up, and all the kids are like teasing her and just ruining her. Ruining her. They're all just like smacking around the head and being being a right bunch of pricks. But uh, yeah, Malcolm's daughter brings her like something to eat and uh, brings her a jar of super noodles, a, a bowl of super noodles and a blanket. So see, see, she's she's got a good heart, this one. Obviously, we've seen that. But then Dan Stevens decides, right, I'm going to go and have a look about. Um, I've got somewhere I need to go. So he goes into like the main house. And this is where him and Jeremy sort of work. Is it Jeremy? I've already sure. forgot his name. I think <laughs> Sure. The little the Frank. No, Frank's son, isn't it? Uh, Frank's son. Yeah, I think it's Jeremy. Jeremy. It is Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. So he basically gets Jeremy to help him keep or keep watch while he goes into this house to look for things. I thought Jeremy may have known what was going down, so you could have just asked him. Yeah. Um. Wait. So at this point, does he go under the house? So yeah. So he's going under the house, and we yeah. get Frank comes at him one way with a gun. So they obviously find out what's happening because they're looking in Dan Stevens' room, and they find the map of all the houses drawn. So he's like, right. This is this is the Dan Stevens we've been looking for. <laughs> and yeah. they work. So Frank goes into the house one way with a gun. This is Malcolm... his, his headshots. It is yeah. him. <laughs> it is him. Yeah. And then Dan Stevens run Dan no no, sorry. Malcolm runs yeah. horse on horseback. On horseback. He doesn't run on runs horseback. On the horse's back. He's yeah. on horseback running. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> And he gets Basically there. jogging on the spot whilst the horse is the actual running. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just because he just got his cardio in <laughs> for that day. And he turns up with the gun. And obviously Dan Stevens is roaming around and he realize, and he kind of realizes what's happening. Uh, so this was quite a tense moment. Well, this was probably, one of the scariest bits in the film for me. Oh, Jesus. This, this bit was... I was proper like, what the fuck? So he manages to like to stop being found. Stop himself being found. He just gets himself into the, this underground, underground like sort of cave would you say it's like a cave yeah that's full okay. of like full of water but like also loaded a load of shit it's like blood and it's where the this is what is it where the blood from the sacrifice stuff goes it seems to be like a mix of like loads of there's like a cat there's like a weird cat thing in there it like shrieks it, and it's like what the it, fuck is that was it, a, was it a chicken i thought it was a chicken oh i couldn't tell like but it made like a like a, there was like a chicken i swear there was a chicken and it was still until he touched it and then it started going I was like, Jesus. It was freaky, whatever it, it was. And then um, then this woman with uh it's the woman it's the woman that we saw walking around earlier, right? Yeah. She's like under there with him. Like, so we're assuming that this this woman is like is some sort of representation of the woman, some sort of like Yeah. What word am I thinking of? Um like a, what's what's it called when Doctor Strange goes out of his body? Yeah, yeah, like that sort of yeah. I don't want to say a hologram. But it's a, a, a spiritual a, hologram, spectre, uh, um, a projection. Yeah, projection. That's exactly the word I'm thinking of. Astral projection. That's what it's astral called. projection. It's like yeah. that because we later find out that a goddess is actually tied up, like yeah. in a in a horrible nest. But yeah, so basically, she she reveals she comes out of the water. Dan Stevens sees her, and he is shit in his pants at this point. At this point, we don't see it, but you can tell it's happening. We don't see it, but we can understand. You know, when like, someone's ah! going to the toilet, but they're in the middle of the sea. He's got that face. <laughs> yeah, are you peeing? No. <laughs> and it comes towards him, and it makes. What noises does she make? It's sort of, it's sort of like a. I can't remember. I think I repressed that memory because it, it was. Me I out. mean, it was genuinely scary. Yeah. I mean, this could. Also, in any other teeth were very blue. I noticed that. I don't know if it was just my TV. Did she? She had blue teeth. Well, they... <laughs> she had a gum. She had a gum shield in. <laughs> she she had a UFC fight earlier. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's blind in one eye and freaky looking and stuff. She's coming towards yeah. him. She starts crawling towards him like, and he manages to like swim backwards yeah, away. She, sta- from her. she starts singing football chants. I think that was what what she was doing. 
You're going home in a fucking ambulance. And then she's like, <laughs> she had a pint of lager in one hand, Chris back in the other. Chant? I always used to think ambulance don't drop you home. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're going home Free ride home. in an ambulance. They're, go, go, they're going that way I'm anyway, aren't they? I'd say it's the hospital, yeah. but they probably won't take you home. Yeah. I live around the corner, so it's all right. Um, <laughs> Luke, 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 sorry. Uh, I just realised my laptop's almost dead. I need to get okay. charge. Yeah, yeah. Two Easy. seconds. Oh. Sign up. He's tired of a nest of uh, twigs and berries. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're going home with the Bristol ambulance. How much, uh, how much percentage have you got left? How much? Two. Two. Jesus Christ. Cutting it close. Ugh. Bang a bang. So, I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but would this be, you reckon this would be one of your favourite new horrors of the year? Yeah, I think so. This and yeah. hereditary. This and yeah, um, hereditary. Hereditary, I think. Hereditary. Uh, you all good? Plugged in? Stretched? <laughs> Recharged? Did you hear that noise? That's the noise that Ben makes when his MacBook's on charge. <laughs> <laughs> And one, <laughs> a little, a little bit of bully. It's got his pink. Uh, it looks like watered down, yeah. not angel delight. <laughs> no, you say it's like little. We talked. Yeah. I'm sure we talked about it before. The yeah. um, little dessert pots you used to get with strawberry and cream. Do you remember those? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one it is like that. It's, <laughs> ra- it's raspberry ripple flavor. Look at that going down. Oh, yeah. lovely! That's like a watery dessert, which everybody likes. Now he's you got you recharged nutritionally and yep. lithium battery. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So um, so the woman comes in 
he just gets out just in time, just in the nick of time, as as he would, would do. Uh, and then he comes across a cave with cave yeah. paintings in. Yeah, so there's like paintings of like the goddess and people. Someone's who... phone number. Call this number for a quick BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Call this number for a quick BJ, and he and he calls it, and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> he calls it. In. What's the what's his name? Daughter turns up. Yeah, and then she turns up like seconds later with some fresh clothes <laughs> and says, "Look." Yeah. Uh, and then obviously he explains to her. Then Dan even says that like my sister isn't a spy, which obviously a lot of people, a lot of people in this cult have been accusing her of, but she was kidnapped. Mm. Um, they stitched her up. I know you stitched me up yesterday, but they've this stitched her up. Type, yeah. <laughs> and then he had to explain the concept of stitching up. And, uh, and she got it. And then it's, we had like a, a really good bit where it sort of cuts back to why he lost his faith. We get all the scars on his back. Yep. Um, so he was in Peking. He was trying to spread the word of the Lord. And I think all of his, cohorts got burned alive or something it looked really horrific and then they yep. burned the cross and branded him with a cross uh on his back yeah and they're like get your cut you loser <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bit harsh isn't it i'm here to tell at you that about, point you cried yeah. yeah i'm here to tell you about the word of the lord like, imagine we did that to jehovah's witnesses just knocked on the door and we go you like you want you like the lord do you have a uh, branded on your back <laughs> branded with a hot cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i've literally just made this cup of tea <laughs> my friend um woodward used to um he used to tell me is that, that... Is, that his, is that his full name <laughs> i think his real name is matt but he used to call himself woodward um he used to tell me that he used to invite you over. I don't know if this is true or not. He said he used to like put jam on the kitchen table, make it really sticky. So whenever they sat down to talk about stuff to him, they don't they constantly have like jam on, jam on their hands. This is such a weird word word. It's off his head. He is, he, you, is, he is. Do you just keep do you just keep jam on the table all the time, just in case, just in case the Jehovah's Witnesses turn up. I don't know if you like. We, we, he used to have a kitchen table where people used to sit on and drink tea and talk and stuff. So I'm guessing he's sitting down there, and he said they'd constantly like have to like. It's bizarre. Try and not to be upset about the jam on their hands. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do to these Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm going to mildly <laughs> inconvenience them. I think mean, that was that was it. That's the kind of thing that he used to love. So. What an absolute! What an absolute! He's, a, he's an agent of chaos. This guy. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, we have that, and then this is where I mean. So around here, I kind of feel like it gets a little bit muddled, just as uh, well. There, Dan Stevens' story does because they go to some weird part of the island where there's, there's grass that uh, burns or something. When you put water on it, like it's like the the land is troubled or something. And then we also get uh, Jeremy is trying to take his missus away. She's pregnant, and she's trying to take her away off the island. They're going to start a new life, and Quinn finds out about it. Yeah. Um, well, just just before this, it is kind of mm. revealed like what's going on with the goddess and what she looks like, and yeah. the fact that she's in in this sort of big shed. <laughs> she's in a big shed, yeah. and she's kind of like chained to this weird chained to the wall. But like, there's, she's in this weird nest of like branches, dry, and, branches yeah. and shit. And yeah. then she's got she's got like a, her second in command. who's just like a dude who's covered in blood. I just think I have a shower. So is he? Is he not? one of the island's people. I think he is one of the island's people, but he's been like either possessed by her or like, I don't know, mm. something. Cause he, he, I don't think he's human. 
uh, human. Human. I added a D. I, uh, so I, my uh, theory, I, I thought he was bleeding all the time because it was fawny. He just kept walking past these branches. Because he's horny. <laughs> because they were like the, the the bristles on the trees and uh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I see. That and makes sense, yeah. I thought that he had, pretty soon we'll find out what happens to Jeremy, I thought someone had done that to him. And like yeah. I thought I thought his mask would come off and we'd see a sort of hollowed out head sort of thing yeah. going on. But um, yeah, cause I, I didn't think he was belonged to her. I thought he was like, the town has said like, look, keep her there. Make sure no one gets to her and keep feeding her. Yeah, but he almost doesn't seem human but, in any way because he's like. Ah, that's, well, that's what I mean. That's why I thought he might have mangled his head or something. Ah, uh, okay. But, um, but he's like, at one point he's putting a funnel to the woman's yeah. mouth, the Carlos's mouth, and it's forcing like body parts into like grinding these body parts and, and force feeding it. Yeah, and she was he like, "Oh, lot- I'm full. <laughs> I'm full. I don't want to eat grinded body parts. Just yeah. give me a bloody." I just want to steak bake your reds. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we also see this guy um, with the horrible mask dragging like a, someone in a sack who we, who we later find out is, is Jennifer. And he just like hangs her up, which is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Um, In a bag, in a sack. Um, So, right. So yeah, so Jeremy, um, what's his name? Quinn kills his daughter, which I was like, that's a bit too much. Um, yeah, it's prob- so obviously, yeah, he, he finds out that she's pregnant, and he's like, oh, "You, you're an abomination. The child will be an abomination." This is what when he said the child would be an abomination. That's what made me think that they were brothers, because obviously that makes Jeremy and uh, the girl. I thought he said that because all of the lambs and livestock were being born like mangled up and wrong because, the, because they're oh, being yeah, born maybe, on the maybe, island. So I was, maybe, I thought he was like, "That's it will come that's, out wrong." Maybe that's the case as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he kills his daughter, like stabs her up, and then Jeremy comes in, does his best to attack Quinn. I think he does pretty well because Quinn's really an absolute. Well. Yeah, Quinn's an absolute unit. Yeah, he is well, a unit. But, but obviously, IKEA top end unit. This guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Jeremy's um, a pastry. It's like a French croissant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Quinn's got fists like bowling balls as well. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he has he has a bit of a fight and he manages to like slice Quinn's neck a little bit. Yeah. Um. But obviously, when he stumbles out and everyone sort of starts gathering around, Quinn does his best to make everybody believe that Jeremy killed his daughter mm. and fought him, which I'm annoyed by. Like I was like, oh, you shit, you absolute shit house, you brick yeah. shit house. Yeah. They have a wood shit house. That's earlier in the film. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I always thought it was a weird thing to say about someone. You built like a brick shit house, like. Yeah. Is it a compliment? Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> you, you oh, know, thank you, mate. It's kind of solid. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't prefer to, I'd rather shit inside. But like yeah. if I had to shit somewhere I'd rather yeah. in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you I don't know, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I think you say about the people who are odd. Well odd. Um so then he they captured Jeremy. And they tie him so up to... They capture Jeremy, but they capture Thomas as well. So Jeremy runs to, to Thomas, finds him mm. um, in, in all the dry dry grass. Don't go into the dry grass! Yeah. Uh, there's a lovely shot here where it's sort of like from directly above, isn't it, when they uh, yeah, yeah. drag Jeremy away. But yeah, so then Thomas is basically forced to watch as they fuck Jeremy up in the most horrible way per- possible. like in, the, in like a ritualistic killing, which kind of like is supposed to... Do you think they actually did this in like a the old torture 
chamber days. Oh, or man. It, look, it looks like something that could have existed, definitely, yeah. They kind of um, sit him down. Oh, there's the horrible bit where cause they have these vices and they yep. they crunch bits in. And they it, we have a pe- first-person point of view shot from Jeremy as they're doing the head bit. And you hear a horrible crunch and you see blood start to run over the vision and stuff. It's really horrible. Um, and then uh, Quinn leans down by his ears and says, I, I wanted this all along or something. And he yeah. dr- drills a hole in his head. <laughs> and the noise yeah. is horrific. He drills a hole in his head with like um, what is essentially like a, a wine bottle opener. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like a big corkscrew. Big corkscrew. Yeah, yeah, that's I what I meant. I think my dad had something very similar from like Black & Decker. Like for <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, don't want to put your head head anywhere near it. I think it was like uh, DT, you know, at school, we did DT. I think we had one of those drill bit sort of things for woodwork. (laughs) It was was horrible because he does it quite quite fast and then as soon as he starts getting into skull, he slows down a bit and then starts... And we do get to see the moment with the big hole in his head as well. What does he do? He puts something in there. There's like a rose petal in there or something. I don't know. Freaky. Yeah, bit bit of sugar paper inside, and then so, and then so Quinn, Quinn basically says to Malcolm, um, "You're a false prophet, and you need to kill Thomas or Dan Big or Big Bad Dan Stevens." Mm. And his daughter like begs him not to. So this is where we see like um, Malcolm's humanity a little bit come through. Yeah, what well, he decides not to, or yeah, Dan Stevens gets out. There's a bit more. Of a, there's a bit of a martial arts sort of thing. Um, yeah. I was getting some raid vibes. Dan Stevens. <laughs> I don't know, I guess a stick <laughs> starts hitting people, hitting people with sticks. Um, yeah, he like puts, puts sticks through people's heads and faces and stabs people up. He runs these. away uh, and then he just kicks his fence almost for no reason, almost out of frustration. You fucking... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bloody fence! <laughs> yeah, he runs away. Uh, he runs to the, the shed where the goddess is. Um, Jeremy's dad runs there but gets shot in the chest by the creepy guy in the mask. Obviously, takes his gun off of him, doesn't he? Uh, and, and pops a cap in his ass. Plap, plap, plap. Yeah. Uh, so, so what happens? So, this is where it starts. Just this goes full on gory, crazy madness. Yeah. This is the the fun bit, really. I yeah. mean, this is the survival horror bit where Dan Stevens unbags his uh, sister from yeah. the room, but then gets knocked Shh. on the head. Yeah. And then he has he like wakes a, up. Yeah. And the and he's got like these hooks in like in his hands, yeah. And they're like it's sort of it's weird because it's a, it's wire that's like attached to his legs as well. Yeah. And it's and basically the grinder has got this thing where it's he's grinding, he's mm. sort of spinning, he's turning this crank, and Dan Stevens is getting dragged onto this onto this platform, which is dragging him into this horrible grindy thing, which is basically just going to mash him up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like what you do to linguine pasta. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. with spikes on top. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a mess. It's a messy way of doing anything, really. I find. Uh, yeah, I mean this is to feed the woman, right? The goddess. Yeah. Is there like buckets or something underneath? I, I didn't uh, yeah. see any way of catching this. I reckon mulch. there's got to be bu- there's got to be buckets down there, or one of those big gorilla tubs. You know, you get from like being being cute and shit. Yeah. One of um, them, and then he's probably going to make like a a raspberry ripple milkshake out of it, like the one you're drinking. I'm at the minute, just like this. Basically, it you think like it looks it looks like raspberry ripple milkshake, but it's actually Dan Stevens mulched fingertips. Head. Yeah. Um, so Dan, his fingers go in there. It's pretty horrific. But once the hooks are off there, like he's yeah. out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it would have cost him with four fingers, I think. Did all right. Yeah. Four fingers and um, some change. But yeah, then he then he gets into a bit of a fight with the the grinder. This what I mean. This is a this is a bus level. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Like a game. This is this is like mash. You got to mash the button to try and uh, <laughs> yeah. stop yourself getting pushed into the grinder. It's like quick time event. Quick, yeah. Quick time event. Ah, mash X. Ah, yeah. Don't get mashed up. And you get out, and then um, he starts having a scrap with the grinder guy, and then you figure out that you've got to put the hooks on him somehow. Yeah. 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 Then you've got to like reach over, press square and circle together yeah. to, to, to grab both hooks and then shank him in. Yeah, so basically he beats the guy, puts him through the... See, so I, I thought it was going to rip the mask off and we were going to just okay. see this big whole head. Oh, uh, that's, what you, that's what you wanted to see, wasn't what it? What I wanted to see, yeah. You uh, sick bastard. They were taking me all the way. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then... Oh, yeah, so then the woman, the goddess, says, come here, love. And she sort of like she speaks in Welsh or something. I don't know some language that doesn't isn't real. Some bloody mental <laughs> language that nobody speaks like Welsh. <laughs> and then she like whispers in his ear or something, uh, and then he sees. Uh, I don't know. She puts like her fingers into his head like tendrils. Yeah. Sort of go in. And he's like, look that. Yeah, yeah. And he sort of sees everything that kind of happened. I guess with the goddess and things. So I think at the same time, Quinn has captured Jennifer and Andrea, um, and he's tied them both up. And he's sort of telling, he's sort of telling them what happened with the goddess. So I think they find the goddess, but he decided to like keep her prisoner, feed her rabbit blood and stuff, feed, feed her like rabbits and shit. And um, yeah, and, and then doesn't he say, say something about them having babies or something? So he says the plan is last, uh, ladies is. Um, I'm going to do you up the duff, and then when you have a baby... Do you up the duff? When you have babies, uh, you're, we're going to feed those babies to the goddess. Because... Jesus. Jesus! That's every every nine months, got to wait for a meal, though. Yeah, I don't know what the... Because she... The island isn't working anymore, right? It was, but it's not anymore. So, and the blood obviously isn't working. Is it that they're not... It's not full sacrifices or something. Maybe or... it's because they're not feeding her like live, or you know, yeah. I guess it's because they're not feeding her live bits. Mm. Yeah, um, that might be it. Um, also, like a human, I guess, is the next level up in terms of sacrifice to a, you know, obviously animals and stuff. So maybe they're thinking, I don't know. Yeah. Or are we all the same, mate? Are we all the same? Animals, lambs, rabbits. Yeah. We're we all on the same level of consciousness. Why are we the master race? You know. You know what I mean. Why, indeed. <laughs> and then, uh, so, it, as he's like, I finished with my story now, girls. I'm going to go out the door and live my life. And as he does <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Dan Stevens is there and say, no, you're not, mate. Uh, knife to the, the uh, Adam's apple. And this, this was a fantastic kill. This was like one oh, of when the everyone best gets involved. Kills. Everyone gets involved. So the two girls get involved and they like sort of choke the life out of him using... Summer, don't they? The chains, yeah. The chains, yeah. And as they and as they're choking the life out of him, Dan Stevens has stabbed him, and they're pulling him one way. Oh yeah, Stevens got the knife. Her, yeah. And the knife goes all the way down his torso, and it's like it's a it's a real team effort. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminds me. Uh, it is like a lot of these sort of games nowadays. Uncharted had a similar sort of thing at the end where everyone was getting involved in the fight, and you were sort yeah. of yeah, really good. I oh, enjoyed we, it. We did, didn't, but didn't mention just before that Thomas did actually set her free the goddess by like burning her 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Burns her, yeah, which was which was nice for her, wasn't it? But obviously, we we find out that she isn't truly set free. She's kind of like just transferred her goddess abilities it's, as such into into Thomas. into Thomas's anus. Yeah, pretty much. I think I missed that bit. Wait, so what happens at the end? I got really confused at the end. So because... basically, at the end, um, after the women are freed, they get on a boat to leave, mm. and but Thomas is like, I can't go because I've been absolutely... My hand's mashed up. Everything's wrong with me. Stabbed in the uh, ribs. I probably should go just to try and get a little bit of, bit, a bit of help on the NHS. It's down there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I've been paying scared. all them taxes for all these years. I should probably make, make good of it. But uh, And he's like, the boat's just down there, lovely. Nah. Nah, knackered. Yeah, I'm like knackered. I'm seen a state of my hand. Jesus, yeah. I'm constantly flipping people off. People aren't gonna get a job. Yeah, yeah. So they basically leave. <laughs> Thomas like lies in the grass. Malcolm turns up at the end and says something. Bloody hell! Bloody hell, laugh. Bloody hell. And and as and as Thomas lies down, all the grass starts growing up around him. Um, yeah. All so and his eyes kind of like become the same color as the goddesses, like the sort of yellowy. Greeny, yeah. Thing. Uh, what's, I, that, what's I, that called when that happens? Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll remember it later on. Your, what, your eyes change color. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's when you get cataracts and stuff, right? Cataracts. Yeah. So I mean, as he's the, the grass is kind of covering him and sort of almost going into his skin a bit. So I kind of felt that she transferred her goddess power, energy, whatever, into him. So now he was. You know what I mean? He's got the yeah. same powers powers as her. He needs blood. Right, okay, yeah, so maybe he's the new... This is a new role for Dan Stevens. He's the new goddess! Yeah, yes. Okay? Yes, queen. He is the, uh, the new god. I like <laughs> it. He's uh, RuPaul's new drag star. Whatever the, what's exactly. that? TV show? I can't remember now. RuPaul's Drag Race, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but he, win, he wins the competition. He won the reality competition. Yeah. And he's got £100,000 to spend um, at RuPaul's drag shop. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> So then, so the the sequel is going to be him walking around the island dressed as an old woman. Yeah. Um, also, but when we saw the old woman earlier on, like when he burned her, um, she was all bold and stuff, and like she didn't look. I mean, she looked creepy <laughs> before, but like she looked like really sort of horrific, like monstrous. She's all bold and stuff. <laughs> Where's your hair, love? <laughs> hey, bold, bold, bold. He like slaps her Stop on the head. <laughs> exactly. Mitchell yeah. brother, old Gus Mitchell brother, are you? Yeah. Okay. So that's the end of the film. It that was a nice last shot as well, I thought. But um trivia. I'll be honest, this is this is the most difficult trivia I've ever had to do. Because there is like nothing about this film. Like anywhere. Uh so you know I had to do what I had to make some shit up. Uh, number one, uh what year did the film take place? Nineteen oh five. Correct. One nil. Uh number two. If you were to be sacrificed for a deity, what crop would you like to prosper in your death? Poppies, because uh, then people make a load of lovely heroin out of it. Yeah, which, uh, that would make time on the island a lot more fun. Riddled with addiction. Correct. There was some opiates in there, right? Correct. Dan Stevens. Uh, Dan Stevens is on. Op- he's on something. Yeah, he's got like some sort of he's got some sort of thing he drops yeah. on his tongue oh, and he gives off his dude, nut. Well, what what time is it? Not right now. Yeah, twenty five past. Correct. You're free for free. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's very difficult to find trivia for this uh, this one. Uh, number four. 
If you had the choice, if you had six minutes past two, actually, you were close enough. If you had the choice of having your head hollowed out or or being penetrated by the goddess's vines, which would you go for and why? Probably be penetrated by the goddess's vines because even if that does eventually kill you, at least (laughs) it's a bit of a you know thrill. Is it thrill? a bit of a thrill. I mean, having your head hollowed out is, I reckon, it's just an horrible process from start to finish. I don't know how painful that would be, though, because, like, once it's done the initial breaking in bit, like, you, I don't know how much you'd be dead. And... I bet, I bet it'd be more, more painful, and it'd be, it'd be dragged out a lot longer than you'd imagine. Okay. All right. Um, ah, yeah. Correct. Number five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what used to be, what used to be Gareth Evans' favorite birthday party game? Used to be. What used to be? Well, you'll have to see. What used to be Gareth Evans' favourite birthday party game? Uno. (laughs) Incorrect. Pass the puzzle. And uh, now we've finished that. (laughs) 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 Uh, What did it used to be? Why can't it still be his favourite party game? Because it's passed. Pass the puzzle. Pass the parcel. Oh, dude. Uh, That's got so many levels to it. That's got so many levels to it. I'm still processing that. Yeah, I like the jokes where you really have to layer in so much into the, like the setup. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I remember uh, we used to me and friends used to sit around and try and think of like the, the most sort of jokes that really shouldn't work because you have to put up so much setup. There's one where a guy says <laughs> he left a pa- <laughs> he left his packet of crisps outside by the pond, and then he went, "Oh no, McCoy's." <laughs> because the back of crisps in his in his coys in the pond are trying to eat oh, his crisps. Oh, come. Who came up? Wait, it was this you and who? You and Woodward again? Was this Woodward with his jammy hands? Jesus. It wasn't Woodward. It was a similar dude. Um, okay, so uh, we need to rate the film. <laughs> uh, rate the film. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was awesome. Had a good good atmosphere, good vibe. Yeah. Uh, genuinely quite horrifying. Yeah. Loads of like genuinely creepy terrifying moments where i was like uh, i think the gore is great and uh, it was there was like enough action in it to make it you felt sort of felt like you could tell who directed it i mean yeah you know a lot yeah. of gareth edwards stuff like raid but yeah when the action happened it wasn't like too over the top and you still kind of felt like and you know r- crazy mysterious religious cult has been done a lot mm. but to still sort of have this film build in a way it did and you're a bit like I want to find out more about this cult and I wonder what's going down with this cult you know I think it was really it was done really well I would probably give it I reckon an A minus on this oh wow okay tasty Um, so I was going to go for a B plus Um, I just felt like it was a little bit long around that I don't know end of the second act felt like it got a little bit muddled for me but um, but it was great also what the um I thought it was going to go more Silent Hill, which we'll yep. talk about at some point. You know, when he lets the goddess out, yep. I thought she was going to like wreak vengeance on... <laughs> yeah, Go around fucking people up, hollowing yeah. people's heads out, stomping brains in. Yeah, exactly. But that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Maybe it didn't need it. No. So, it next week, I think we, we'll be doing Resident Evil. Yeah, I think we did say that last week, but, yeah. you know... This, 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 this one this, popped out this, of nowhere. This popped out of nowhere, yeah. caught us, blindsided us, yeah, penetrated so. us, and uh, yeah. So uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver. 
Thanks to Kovac Kalman for our theme music. Thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Uh, thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating review in iTunes and remember to hit subscribe. Thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Well, thank you, mate. Cheers, dude. I'll talk to you Bye bit. now. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.